the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm here at your service. We're uh, talking about cars, and you're more than welcome to join us. The two Freds, um, the sound guys that just built our studio for us, um, had other things to do, so they're both gone. So now we can talk about them as much as we want. But let me talk about quality transmission real quick for you. Quality transmission, you're always going to get their best effort. They're not going to be the cheapest in town, but they're not going to be the most expensive. They are going to do the best work because there's a lot of people that can't do the best work because they started working on transmissions three and a half days ago. So quality transmission has been around since 1977. They've grown up in the transmission arena, especially with the new electronics with solenoids that shift from first to second and second to third and so forth. So quality transmissions on McClintock, just north of University in Tempe, and they'll talk to you and they'll drive your car for free. And if you have a particular problem or if you can duplicate the problem, that's really the very best scenarios. You stop by, probably not Monday morning and Friday afternoon. You stop by and uh, and just say, can you take a ride with me? And I need to show you something. They're really good at one other thing, and, and that's sometimes it's an engine-related problem and not a transmission-related problem. And they know how to find that out. So, again, they're going to drive and talk for you with you for free. That's quality transmission in Tempe. All righty. Hey, um, have we got any callers? Marjorie, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Hi. Uh, I have um, a howl or groan or whatever you want to call it in my transmission. Okay. And But when I, um, my son-in-law checked the transmission fluid, okay. it's full, it's clear, and it doesn't smell burnt. But... Okay. When I put it in reverse, it doesn't make that noise. But when I put it in drive, it does. Okay. What kind of car is it? It's a 97 LeSabre Pontiac. Uh, a, a Buick, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. Buick. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's right. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Um, my technicians do that all the time. They'll they'll call the model, and, and the make will be two different things, and that their head's just, you know, just in and down their space at that time. I think it's possible that you have a broken motor mount. That's exactly what I was going to say. And and here's what I want you to do, Marjorie. I don't think that you have a transmission problem. I think you have a broken motor mount. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to get into your car, and I want you to start it up, and I want you to put it in reverse, close your eyes, and just listen, and then put it in drive, and then put it in reverse, and put it in drive, and just kind of go back and forth, and I'll bet you the feeling, the noise, the vibration, the how, whatever you want to call it, I'll bet it's there when you're in drive, but in reverse it goes away. 
Yes, it does. And if that's the case, then you have a broken motor mount. That's not something that you have to get done today or tomorrow. That's something that you can you can plan for. And what you would do, Marjorie, is you would take, do you have a repair shop that you normally go to? Yes. Uh, I go to Kelly's on 43rd and Dunlap. Okay. So you would go to your shop and, and, and you would say to them, can I show you something? And so they, hopefully they're going to send a technician out with you, Marjorie. Service riders are not technicians, but the technician, a good seasoned guy, and especially one with gray hair that's been in the industry for 20 or 30 years, um, he's going to know. So when you get in the car, you say, feel this in drive. And when I put it in reverse, look, it goes away then you saved yourself $50 or more in diagnostic charges because you can actually make it happen and show them what you're talking about. Here's the problem. You have four motor mounts on your car, and you wouldn't buy one brand-new shoe and, and wear one old shoe on your left foot and a new shoe on your right foot because that would throw you out of kilter. So you'll, you'll have to decide whether you're going to do one or you're going to do the pair or you're going to do all four. But how many miles a year do you drive, Marjorie? Um, probably 10. Okay, 10,000? 10,000, 10, yeah. Okay. Do you, how many times do you leave the Phoenix metropolitan area on an annual basis? Um, once a year, <laughs> I go up to Pine Top, and okay. we're going next week. Okay. I want to tell you that I don't remember every, any, any ever in my life, and I've been in the repair business 37 years, I don't remember any in my life that someone's had a car towed in for a broken motor mount. Well, so that's comforting to yeah, hear. I've never had a car broken in. Now, it's true that in the 60s and the 70s, we would have cars towed in with broken motor mounts, but that's a, it's a different error. So the motor mounts of today are made differently, and they have safety devices in them that prevents them from coming completely apart. So if I were you and you're driving 10,000 miles a year, I would just have the one bad motor mount replaced, and that's all I would do. If that's okay. all right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, ma'am. And and you did Bye. a good job in diagnose, er, helping us diagnose it. The key there, and like you said, it was as soon as she said it goes away in reverse. Those are the magic words, right? The only thing I was thinking is if that noise. I wonder if it gets bad enough. I wonder if that could be a you know a fan hitting a shroud. Well, and I thought about that too, but it's a it's transverse. Vehicle. Isn't well, it's transverse with an electric cooling fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. that would be the only thing I'd worry about is if it was something rubbing as it's moving but yeah all right hey um gil we got anybody else all right i'm going to tell you a story about the motor mount and you'll remember this one when you were a kid we're in alaska and we're on our way home and we're in the motorhome and as we're driving up this two-lane road there's this big truck pulled off to the side of the road and there was a guy with a, tra a trailer behind it and he's sitting there with his his chin in his hands remember that so I, don't, I but... pulled the motor home way up to the top of the hill, and I put on my, my mosquito mask because the mosquitoes were so bad. Mm -hmm. And I walked back to him, and I said, what happened? And he said, I just blew up the engine. His father had died, and he had, he had flown to Alaska, and the truck contained everything that his father had. And behind it was a big air compressor. And I said, um, well, can I look at it? And he goes, yeah, but he said, there's nothing you can do. And, I, and you could tell he had been crying. Right. And I said, well, just, you know, can 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 you start it up and let me hear it and he goes yeah he says it it doesn't it doesn't make noise when you start it up but when you let go of the clutch it, it makes a bad noise and he says I'm, I'm pretty sure it's blown up and i said okay well let me hear it so he does it he gets in and he starts it up and the motor's fine 
He puts it in first gear, and when he lets out of the clutch, the most hellacious clatter noise you've ever heard, which was the fan hitting the shroud. Right. So I'm not telling this story to tell you that I'm a hero. I'm just telling you this story so that, you know, you can understand how it worked. So I said to him, you have a bolt missing on your motor mount, which was a bolt that's about four inches long. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's it's gone. And that's what's wrong. And if we could f- find that bolt, then, you know, I, I could fix this for you. So we looked and we couldn't find the bolt. And um, so I took his front bumper apart and I found a big bolt that I could make work. So he got in the vehicle and he put the clutch in and he put it in first gear and I needed him to lift the mount up just a little bit. Now when the motor tips up, it's the fan is connected to the motor, but the radiator and the fan shroud are stationary. Correct. So as the motor was lifting up on the driver's side, the fan was hitting the shroud and that's the clatter. So through the grace of God, we got that bolt in. And then I said, okay, now I want you to release your emergency brake and pull forward about 10 feet and let's see if everything's okay. And he does. And, the, the, you know, the, the look on his face was it was just, it was worth everything. So I was getting grease up to my elbows, man. I had, so he says, I got some stuff in the back. And so we walked to the back of the truck. Now he's pulled forward 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. We get there and I got, I'm cleaning my arms and my face and my fingernails and my hands and everything. And, and he's sitting there giving me towels to wipe off. And I look down on the floor and the bolt's sitting there on the floor. It's on the pavement. The truck was sitting on top of the bolt the whole time. So I used that bolt to put his bumper back on and then i you guys sat up in the motorhome for two or three hours while him and i did all that then we followed him for a ways and then he went on he was from the midwest but that that that's exactly what you're talking about is is that when the when you let go of the clutch or when you give it hard gas hard throttling and automatic transmission if you have a front a rear wheel drive engine sometimes the engine will lift up and the fan will hit the shroud and cause a, a heck of a clatter i think i would have just cut the shroud out you know, it's you could have. The problem it was an old International, and it had like a 360, 366 gasoline motor. And the problem is, is that motor lifts up, and, and after a while, it'll lift up so high that it'll stick the throttle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then now your motor's racing, your motor's cocked up, and you can clutch it to stop the momentum and stuff, but you, you have to shut the engine off, and then when the engine falls back down, it usually slams does back the, down. It slams yeah. back down. So... Now, folks, what we've got today is, is as the motor mount comes apart, they have these two pieces of metal, and one piece interlocks with the other. So the motor mount can only open about a half an inch, and that's all. So they have, they've, made, they've redesigned the motor mounts. To, they hold them together. There was times, Alan, in the 60s and the 70s on a, on a high-performance Chevrolet motor where literally the driver's side of the engine would lift up and the motor would roll over 180 degrees. It would just roll over. It would rip the motor mount apart and just roll the engine over. And that was a heck of a mess because yeah. now you're replacing everything. So it was, a, I don't know if it was a, a 180 degrees. It was certainly 90 degrees where it would, the top of the motor would be facing the passenger fender. Mm-hmm. So we'd roll it a quarter turn over. So, all righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You got anything that, uh, that ate your lunch last week? Oh, we had a few things last week. Um that uh that that we i mean one thing i learned this week and in this week and last was i think uh some of the some of the best jobs are the ones that we let go or should let go i i I learned that yeah um and what and what you mean by that what i mean by that is sometimes we try to be too many things to too many people and we're not maybe the best suited to do that and um 
you know, we, we should send it to someone that's maybe a little bit more qualified in it. But instead, we, you know, need to kind of, kind of, uh, we need to kind of make fifty-fifty out of us and the customer. Whereas sometimes, you know, I, I, we try to be, I, we, I try to be too much to to customers, and and maybe they're not, we're not the best suited person to do it. So, well, I, I do remember that just in the last week or so that we had that sports coach with that uh, big. Right. It's a F three fifty. Ford one-ton van on a diesel power stroke chassis. Correct. And uh, he needed a bunch of engine work. Right. And uh, I, I, I had to convince you that we needed to pass on that. Right. And then we send it to a shop up north, and uh, I guess our the customer is still really happy. Yes. And it's it's actually less than we thought it would be. Correct. And um, he actually was the customer was in such comfort that he left the vehicle there after the guy gave him the estimate. Right. So I think we won, but we like you and I talk about sometimes is we have to just do what we're really good at. Right. Right. And uh, and we get we get a lot of cars that uh, come in that nobody else can fix, and sometimes it's just you have to pass that to yep. somebody else yep. who's a, a little better at that than we are. What we're really good is, you're, I, I, you know, I want to compliment you. You do really good on alignments, uh, on vibrations, on steering problems, um, the suspension part of a car. The steering, the suspension, the shock absorbers, the tires, the vibrations. That's that's where we really shine in your end. And, folks, just to give you an idea, Alan runs the performance side of our, our business and the mechanical side as well. But his real expertise has to do with lifting cars, lowering cars, tires, fancy tires and wheels, exhaust systems, fuel tanks, uh, performance enhancements. Um, diesels in general. Diesels in general. But, but more important, that has brought him... Um, skills for vibrations. So um, when we come back, I'd like you to tell the story about the Jaguar guy. Do you remember that? The guy came in and had been yeah. to 10 uh-huh. different places. Mm-hmm. And so he he said to us, I'm not going to pay you until I have a chance to drive it. And we said, no problem. Right. And then we'll finish the story when we get back. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to 
your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark, my name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. And, uh, Oh, hang on a minute. How about that one? Oh, it's four. Why? I know. I know. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for helping me. Um, like I said, we're. I'm just learning the studio, and we're doing the very best we can. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Brian and Thelma, who own Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. It's been around since 1970. It's in the second, maybe third generation of that family, and they've been providing expert auto and light truck repair and maintenance services to their customers in Mesa. Thompson's is the only auto repair shop in Mesa that presently is on our list of the best car repair shops. Others have have applied, but sometimes they don't have five years of experience. Sometimes they don't have ASC certified technicians, or sometimes their their uh, surveys on the internet aren't um, really what we want them to be. But Thompson's Auto Repair is a great place. So if you have a a need to talk to somebody or have someone drive your car, if you have any reason at all to to go to Thompson's, I can assure you when you get there and you meet Brian or Thelma, his wife Thelma, you'll understand why they're on our list. They're on they're on the main street just east of Stapley in Mesa, centrally located on Main Street just east of Stapley. All righty. We were going to finish telling a story. What was that about? The about the Jaguar. Jaguar. Tell the story real quick. Uh, guy with the Jaguar been everywhere. Everyone's uh, everyone's balanced his tires. He had a vibration, and uh, everyone's balanced the tires. I hear that all the time. Oh, I've had it nine different places. It's not the tires. <clears throat> make, make a long story less boring. Uh, the basically what happened, he had chrome wheels, and he had recently had them chrome plated, and I found that the wheel the tires were actually rotating on the wheels. And so we'd get him perfectly balanced, and he'd go, and he would he would make a stop. I mean, he would pull out of our shop and go to Hardy, and it and and stop, and the tires would rotate instantly, and 
it would have a vibration. Because it, so, it went out of balance. Instantly, so the tire yeah. is actually rotating on the wheel because the, the tires are the wheels are chromed and they're so slippery. And, and the lube that we use is, is so slick to get these tires on and not damage them that it, it, they literally... Just uh, walk. Now, he could also do that by at a traffic light. He hits the, the, the gas hard, right. and he, spin, he goes to spin the back tires, but really he's spinning the wheels in the back tires at Correct. least for a second or two. Right, and it instantly throws it off balance. Okay, and, and when, we had, when we balance the tire, we can't have the tire move on the wheel. So if we put the valve stem at 12 o'clock on the tire, and then you go out and, and be stupid, and all of a sudden the valve stem's at 3 o'clock on the tire, then they've balanced everything that's been done. So right. how'd you fix it? So typically what we do is is we just uh, we use an air sander and just sand the beads and, and rough them up a little bit. On the wheel, on the uh, metal on the wheel. wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on, on the wheel. We, we rough them up both sides, and then we try our best to, to, to dry, dry mount them and... Uh, and that take, takes care of the issue. There, there has been some times that we've literally added some glue. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's times you get a high horsepower car that spins the tires a lot, and we and we can't really control that. But again, the tire is moving on the wheel, and the balance is tossed. So once we got that in, we roughed it up to make it more of a sandpaper finish, so it's not slick rubber on slick chrome. Right. It's on slick rubber that's sitting on sandpaper kind right. of thing. Right. That's the that's the verbal or the visual I want to create. So once we do that, then we air them up and add a little bit of air pressure to kind of hold that tire on there. Then we balance them and. Then then everything is fine. Right. Okay. All right. That makes it easy. David, you're up. How can we help you today? Hey, good morning. This is David. I have a question for you about brakes on my uh, 06 Chevy C1500. I replaced the front pad and rotors two years ago. Okay. Uh, and then the back ones finally ground down to nothing. And so I had the front ones professionally installed. The back ones were drums. Those are easy. I bought new rotors and new shoes. Took them off put them on, and, uh, and almost immediately they were pulsating. Okay. Almost as if, like, the, uh, you know, that system, anti-lock brake system was working. Uh-huh. I ran like that for a while, thinking that there might have been a high spot, took them apart, cleaned them with, you know, brake clean, and I did that before as well. Never went away. So about two weeks later, I replaced them again with new parts. I thought they were defective. Uh, the shop that I bought them from gladly replaced everything, and I went back home, cleaned everything, put them back on. Continues to do the same thing as of today. This is about four months later. What so your Chevy I, truck is it? 06. 06. Okay. Well, um, you just don't have the necessary equipment to diagnose it. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, just, what could it possibly be, though? Where, where are you feeling the pulsation? See the whole truck vibrate. Okay. Well, yeah. if he's got drums brakes, it's not likely he's mm-hmm. getting the pulsation out of the drum. But but keep in mind, we have a non-professional doing the install. I understand. So I understand. so there there could be a lot of things. <laughs> no no, I am the I'm being I'm being as nice to you as I can. Believe me, um, I want to open the door to say that you know the big shoes on the the big shoes on the front and the small shoes on the back, and that the hardware's in backwards and the adjusters are tightening it up, which overheats the rear brake drums, and then the rear brake drums warp, and now we have a pulsation because everything is in backwards. And 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 it wouldn't be the first time I've seen that. Right. Um, yeah, the shoes are the same size. Okay. Um, the shoes, the shoes are the same size. I know, but but usually one of them has more friction than the other. Okay, and, and it so didn't, it didn't have any uh, any obvious difference. 
Yeah, and okay. there was no notes in there like this is the front. I know there's sometimes they're smaller and okay. larger than that, but. All right, well, somebody has to just take a dial indicator, and we have to, first of all, we have to drive it to determine that if it's front or rear. That's what we have to do first. And then the second thing we're going to do is is we're going to lift it up, and we're going to take the front wheels off of it, and we're going to put a dial indicator against those front rotors and see what the runout is. Now, the runout can be bad on the rotor. The hub can be dirty. How many times have we pulled a hub off and found a bunch of rust behind it? Right. That was mating surfaces, basically. Thank you for that. Mating surfaces. So the hub is one thing, but then you slide the rotor over the hub, and if you don't clean the back side of the rotor and you don't clean the front side of the hub, then it sits there and wobbles because it isn't flush. It could also be a bad wheel bearing because that will cause the rotor to, to, to fluctuate, and the, then that creates a pulsation because now we've got the rotor wobbling because the rotor is attached to the hub. So yeah. this really isn't anything big. This is, I mean, I, I would imagine that somebody's going to be able to identify this well within half uh, hour, a half hour or something like that. D- does this happen immediately after you do the brakes, or do you drive it 20 miles and it starts happening? It happened immediately after installing the back brakes, and it always happens at high speed or low speed. Okay. okay. Uh, and, and I know what a wheel fairing going out feels like. I've had that happen before and got it replaced. Okay, well, it, it, well, a bad wheel bearing feels just like a brake pulse, pulse, pulsation. There, yeah, there's yeah, exactly. there's a little difference. So thought that it happened right after I replaced the back brake. Well, and see, I, I, I object to the fact that you're trying to send us to the back brakes because because really and truly we already know that most of the time the pulsation's in the front. So if you insist that we go to the back brakes first, then you're going to pay for a half an hour's worth of time that may not be fruitful. I think right. that, that what would be in your best interest is just for you to find a shop and take it to them and say, I want to show you what I'm talking about. And then you say to them, what's your diagnostic charge? And at the end of right. the diagnostic charge, I want to know what you found wrong. Now, in order for us to, once we get the tire and wheel off and we run the run a road out on, run the, and check the run out on the rotor, then we turn around, we slide the rotor off. Oh, there's the problem. Put it back together. We fixed it. So it's one of those eighty dollars to find it and two bucks to fix it. So <laughs> I I don't think if I were you I'd point them at the front of the rear axle because truthfully I could drive it and tell you whether it's the front or the rear axle. But my wife and my dad and all my brothers couldn't. So it. it's a, it's okay, going to be a skill. But thank you for calling. And Tim, if you'll stay right there, we're going to take you next. But we got to take a break. So I'm sorry about that. But we've also got four lines available: six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. 602-508-0960. And, Charlie, I got your message, and we're going to talk to people about properly jumping, jump-starting their cars. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. It's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth, attended by Donald Trump, Steve Forbes, Glenn Beck, and the most brilliant conservative minds today. It's Freedom Fest, July 13th through the 16th at the Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. This year, come here Senator Rand Paul, author George Gilder, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and more. And don't miss your chance to win $25,000 in prizes organized by Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code SALEM, all caps, at FreedomFest.com. With many pensions disappearing and today's unsteady economic environment, learning how to maximize your Social Security benefits during retirement is no longer an option. It's a requirement. Financial advisor and KKNT's Let's Talk Money radio host, Tim Van Houten, will be hosting a series of complimentary Social Security classes throughout the Valley. Seating is limited. Call now to reserve your spot. 855-795-0716. That's 855-795-0716. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC. An SEC registered investment advisor how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. All about that theme in automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and result of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. For 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, Mark and Alan Salem here helping you with your car questions, car problems. We have three lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, he's the owner, is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley in the North Phoenix area since 1983. I've known Tom since 1979. We have been friends, and I have admired him as a businessman and as a technician and as somebody who knows more about fishing than I know about cars, he is one heck of a fisherman. But he's got it on top of me because he knows a lot about cars, too, and I know nothing about fishing. So nevertheless, if you're anywhere near Deer Valley and I-17 and you're looking for a good repair shop, please take my advice. 
Just go have an oil change done at Action Auto Repair, I-17 in your valley, northwest corner. Just see how they treat you. That's how you find out if it's a good shop. Just stop by, get an oil change, and see how you're treated. Action Auto, I-17 in your valley. Let's go to the phones. Don, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, how are you today? Good, good. Hey, um, I had a brake problem when I was part the front brakes were pulsating. Okay. And so I changed out the rotors, changed out the, uh, bought some of the metallic pads, 03, 03 lift saber. Okay. And now I've got a howl in the, I don't know if it's coming from the right or the left rear. I don't know if it's one side or the other. Should I just change out the pads again? Well, um, if, if you drive the car and, and you get the howl, and if you apply the brakes and it changes, then yes, it's related to the brakes. But if you drive the car and the howl's there and you apply the brakes on a 1 to 10 scale, if you go, you know, let's apply them at a 3 and then let's apply them at a 6 and let's apply them at a all hell breaks loose 9, and if that doesn't change the noise, then you're wasting your time. Okay, so, so. should I put just, it only, when I apply the brakes, it only howls from the rear. Okay. Because it straightened up the front once I, once I stopped uh, when I put new parts on it. Well, well, I, all I can tell you is I can't do noises over the radio. Noises, but oh. yeah, but but the idea is is oh, that's, you're that's looking upsetting. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. I'm just messing with you, Mark. You know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's 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 unless you want to hold the you know phone up to your car or something. But it's it's what you're looking for is change. So yeah. is it possible you rotated the back tires and you put the left rear on the right rear and the right rear on the no. left rear? I've only rotated them once since I bought it. Okay. So so what did you do differently? And and actually, even that, forget that, that question because you can answer that question only after you find the problem. But if you have a brake problem and you think it's pads, why don't you just take the pads off the passenger side and put them on the rear or the driver's side and switch, switch them back and forth and see if that's it? Well, that's an idea, too. So you can do that with the drums, you can do that with the rotors, you can do that with the pads. You can always switch sides. Yeah, because it'll get a bit different rotation also. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So try that first and see what happens. That's going to be a whole lot cheaper than starting replacing parts. True. All righty. All right, buddy. Thank Take you, care. Don. Thank you, Don. You bet. You had a question about the uh, uh, the uh, brake pulsation. Yeah, well, and actually it feeds into to Don's too. I've had two in the last probably 30, 45 days where... People have brought them in and said that they've just had their brakes done and they're having issues with them. And both have done it themselves, done them at home. And I found that all front, the the front slides were bone dry on both vehicles. Okay. So people are cleaning them up, but they're not lubing them up. I don't know if they're removing the grease thinking that that's part of the issue, but those things have to be lubed in order for the pads to slide properly. Okay, so l- let me draw the mental picture for those those technicians out there, the guys that work on their own cars. What you're going to do is is you're going to set the caliper back in without the pads. You're going to put the pins in. Right. Then you're going to take your hand, and you want to be able to slide with just the smallest amount of pressure. You want to be able to slide that entire caliper in and out with your fingers. Mm-hmm. And you need a special lubricant to lubricate the slides on the calipers. Now, without the pads, then you can literally slide it a half an inch or an inch back and a half an inch or an inch forward. So you can slide it back and forth. That's an important consideration because we want that caliper 
as the piston and the caliper squeezes on the pads, we want to be able to release the pads. Correct. So the caliper has to slide back and forth to apply and release, apply and release. Correct. And what they're doing, and I agree with you, and, and you're exactly right, they don't understand that that grease is there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. They don't, and so they clean it all off, and they make it all polished metal. And in reality, we need that to be lubricated. Right, and then I, you come in, and the out, outside pads got fourteen thirty seconds of insides down to metal to metal okay. because it, it hung that caliper up, caliper bound up. The slide, it hung the slide. The slide up, up excuse me, yeah. slide, slide hung up, and uh, and it ground down that inner pad. And that's that the now it's the other way around. The inner pad is is going to wear ex- aggressively when the caliper's sticking. The outer pad's going to wear aggressively when the slides are, t- oh, are okay. hanging yeah, up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just the other way around. So and and so uneven pad wear is what you're talking about. When you talk about 11:30 seconds and and metal to metal, folks, we're talking about one of the pads is really fat. It's got a lot of pad, a lot of brake left on it, and the other's got nothing. That's uneven wear, and there's a reason for that. When we come back, we're going to take Lee. Lee. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The Robert Graham Show, an insider's look. Politics, you can ignore it. You can be a passive bystander, and you can kind of watch these games play out around the country, or you can engage and be an active participant in something that's actually going to mean something. From the chairman of the Arizona GOP. We'll talk about Arizona. We'll talk about the world economics and things that are impacting the U.S. We'll look at the things that really matter to you. Sundays at 7 a.m. Brought to you by IQ Wealth Management and Steve Jurich. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their a rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. 
Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-815-6194. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-815-6194. That's 1-800-815-6194. Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark and Alan Salem here helping you with your car questions and car problems. We have three guys on the line, so that means we have two lines available. If you'd like to jump in, we still got time, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurtz Auto Repair is up at I-17 in Bell. Kurtz has been around for night since 1987. I know Kurtz. I know his family, I know his technicians, and I am very proud to tell you that him, along with everybody else on our website, which is MarkSalem.com, is where we have the best the car the list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix. Kurtz is on my list. He deserves to be on my list. He does gas and diesel. He does domestic and import. He does lots of stuff. But more important, just recently, Kurtz was recognized of as this year's Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winner in his category, and that says a lot, and that's really all you need to know. He won the award for his category, and you don't do that by taking advantage of people. I-17 and uh, and Bell, northeast corner, Kurtz Auto Repair. Let's go to the phones. Lee, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi. I have a uh, an 01 E320 Mercedes. Okay. And 105,000 miles. You helped me with uh, some engine mounts, but you said I'd have to take your grandkids over to uh, Disneyland if it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just have a question. I believe in preventive maintenance, okay. and I'm in Carefree, and I'd like to talk to a quality transmission place and just have him uh, go for a ride with me and tell me if things are all right or we should do this. With a transmission, when a transmission is shifting normally, and it's not yes. shifting early or late, and there's no noises, and the performance of the transmission is the same cold first thing in the morning as well as 3 o'clock in the afternoon after been driving for an hour, then you're really wasting your time. You're Because oh. there, there are specific problems and symptoms that suggest the transmission needs attention. And I've just given you a list of this is what you look for. So early, late shifts, there's a difference in how it shifts when it's cold and when it's hot, um, stuff like that. Now, the only thing left would be pull the transmission dipstick and just smell and look at the fluid. And frankly, anybody can do that because the transmission fluid in your Mercedes is no different than it is in any other car. So we know what burnt smells like and we know when it's not burnt. We know when it's pink and we know when it looks like red mud. So up okay. in Carefree, you could go to Air Park Auto there at... Um, I think they're at Raintree and Hayden, and um, you could okay. stop by there and just say, would you 
take a quick drive with me? And would you look and smell at my transmission fluid for me and let me know what you think? <laughs> now, you said it's got a, a, a hundred and uh, five thousand miles. What does your manual say with respect to the transmission fluid and filter change? I honestly don't know. I'll okay. have to look. Yeah, I would go by that. And if it shows that at a hundred or somewhere 70 or 100 or whatever, and it says that you should have the transmission service, that means let's get the fluid, let's get what we can of the fluid out of it, let's change the filter, put it back in, and that's all you need. So look at your yeah. owner's manual, that's the that's the Bible for your car, and go from there. All righty? And, and tell me quickly where you said it was the Air Park, Raintree, and Hayden? Yes, sir. It's just east of Rain, or east of Hayden on Raintree, and of course Raintree is a four or five block south of Bell. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Air Park Service. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Thanks for your help. Oh, you're welcome. And Frank, you're up next. Frank, how can I help you? Hey, Mark. How you doing today? Good. Good. Okay. Um, I got a '97 Jeep Cherokee Country, and I got a window problem on the driver's side. Yesterday, I pulled into my driveway, and I was rolling up the window. It's a power window. And I was rolling it up, and all of a sudden I heard this crunch, and the window dropped like a rock. Okay. So the regulator came apart. So you pull the door panel off, and if there's a hopefully a rivet broke, and you'll be able to go down and buy a little quarter-inch bolt and or a carriage bolt and replace the rivet, or maybe you rent a rivet gun and put a new rivet in there, or maybe one of the welds broke and you pull out the regulator and go have somebody tack it for you, or in the worst-case scenario, it's all wadded up in there and you have to go buy a new regulator. But the door panel has to come off, and somebody has to get in there and figure out what came apart. A lot of yeah, times, yeah, I, I took it apart okay. and uh, looked at it, and um, you know, I don't know what rolls it up. I don't see where there's like any gears or anything that roll it up. Well, um, it could very well be a plastic tape with teeth in it. There's a lot of different ways we roll windows up and down, but do you do you see that the channel at the bottom of the window? Can you see that? Yeah, there is a plastic piece there. Okay. Um, it, it, you know, I, I can't tell you um, what your 97 Cherokee has, but the, the, the regulator itself is either going to be direct drive driven from the motor or the motor is going to run a belt or a chain, and that's what's going to raise and lower the window. It uh, almost looks like a, like a cable. Okay. Well, and it could very well be a cable. And so we're going to wind up the cable or loosen up the cable and open and close the window. Um, I can pretty I can pretty well guess that you're not going to be able to fix this because you're not going to be able to get that regulator out of that out of that compartment. And and when you do get it out, you're not going to know what's wrong with it. If you've got the door panel off of it already, then I would say to the shop, I've already taken the door panel off. I already know how to put it back on. So I just want you to fix my window and call me with an estimate. You've done some of the work yourself, so there's going to be a little bit of a deduction because we don't have to pull the door panel. We don't have to pull, put it back on. But okay, I'll, I, I think you're better served if you just have somebody else finish the job for you. I'll be in Monday. <laughs> okay. Good enough. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Mark. Thank you. All right. And Don. Don, good morning. How can I help you? How are you guys? Enjoy good. your show very good, much. Good, thanks. I have a uh, 2005 Acura TL. It's been a great car. I've had it for, I don't know, seven, eight years. It's got 140,000 miles on it. But when I go away for a week or I let it sit, 
it with with a fairly new battery, the battery dies. The first time I did that, I called AAA. They came over. They jumped it. Okay, great. Second time, gone for a week, came back. AAA came again. The guy goes, you know, these kind of Acuras, they keep the the computer system keeps running uh, when you shut the motor off. Let's let's thinking, let's stop stop stop. Stop, stop, stop. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to try to diagnose this yourself, you know, uh, it, it bothers me a lot that the, there's guys that drive trucks around with all kinds of logos on them that tell people stuff that's so stupid, it just wads my panties up something fierce. Okay? So I, 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 I don't even want to talk about it anymore. You've already... Okay. The, the fact of the matter is, is here's what we need to do. And you and you need, do you have a digital volt ohm meter? No. Okay. Then you can't do what I need you to do. What I wanted you to do is just go get a digital volt ohm meter from Harbor Freight and take a battery voltage reading at night, and then it'll say 12.7, and then in the morning take another battery voltage reading. We really need to isolate the battery from the system. We really need, and it's this is on a 1 to 10 scale, to track this down and identify that you have a short, or you have a battery that's shorted out, that's really 35 to 50 bucks. Okay. So it's, if you were going to do this yourself, and, 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 and if I was going to guide you, this is what I'd say. We need to take battery voltage readings 24 hours apart for three or four days. Okay. Then we're going to disconnect the, ba- the car from the battery, and we're going to do the same thing. Well, what happens if when the battery's connected, the battery voltage falls? But when the car has been disconnected from the battery, then the battery voltage is stable and stays there for three days in a row. Well, we know that there's a draw on the car. At that point, we're just going to track down the draw. So okay. at that point, we kind of pull fuses. We use inductive information. So we have inductive amp probes where we wrap a cable and we go, oh, look there. There's three quarters of an amp right there. Oh, look over here. There's no three-quarters of an amp. So this harness goes down the road, and then it goes right and left. Well, we wrap the right side, and the, and the amp draws there, and we wrap the left side, and the amp draws not there. So we go, okay, we're going to go on the right side. So it, you're, to track down it, to, to know that there's a short is about 35 to $50. To track it down is going to be well over an hour. So okay. it's going to take a while because you're going to disconnect and reconnect things. You're going to travel through this harness to that harness that goes to this harness. That So it, there's a lot of work involved. But, in the, yes, the computer does draw three-tenths of, a, of an amp, and the battery can handle that for up to two to three weeks with no problem. So you've okay. got a problem, and it's either going to be the battery is shorted and it's dropping itself and the car's not helping it, or the reverse the car is causing the battery voltage to drop and guys like me do that for a living that's easy okay all righty so i live in like tatum and shea if i was going to take it somewhere in that area i take it to kelly clark's at 40th street and bell okay i know where that is 40th and bell is the closest i can get you um and let me think else who else here yeah 40th and bell is as close as i can get you and i know that he can track this down for you okay all right so Thank much. you. Thanks so much. You betcha. And we got anybody else? Chris, good morning to you. Chris, how can we help you? Good morning. Quick question. Um, I think it's the heat shield or heat deflector is the term. Um, fell off my uh, exhaust manifold. Uh, it's fairly close to my, uh, my radiator fan. Is, is that necessary for me to put on right away or necessary at all? 
It's a good idea. What we're doing is we're going to, the, the exhaust manifold itself is big and heavy. And so it takes forever for it to heat up and it takes forever for it to cool down. When we put a heat shield in there, then it's a thinner piece of metal. So therefore, it quickly heats up and it quickly cools down. So even though the manifold's on the inside of the heat shield, we're trying to protect what's on the other side of the heat shield, which is where your electric cooling fan is. Um, I, I want to tell you, there's a lot of MacGyvers out there. And I, I saw, um, I don't know if you saw this not too long ago, but Todd, one of our technicians, had a heat shield. And the heat shield, brand new, the labor was like, I don't know, $150 to replace the heat shield. He, he slotted two holes in the heat shield, and he used a doggone hose clamp, and he clamped the heat shield back onto the manifold with a hose clamp. And I oh, think okay. he charged him like $40. That's definitely an option. I definitely could do that. Yeah. So if you can, if you can just just MacGyver it and just cut a couple slots, put a hose clamp through there, tighten it back up, and be done with it, and and that will be fine. Whether you should put it back on, the answer is yes. You should put it back on. Okay. And then another quick question. I live at um, Tatum and Shea also, and I'm, I'm looking for a, a decent uh, suspension or alignment shop. Can you recommend somebody? I would call Kelly Clark and ask him, do you do alignments? And if he says no, then you say, who do you send your alignments to? And that's the place you want to go. Because okay, those, are, I have an alignment rack. I have two alignment racks. But though, in the days when I didn't, I had I used Mike Fenno, who owns Schumann Auto. He worked at the Tempe Auto. Uh, uh, was that Tempe Auto Repair? on Southern and Kyrene. Yeah. Mike and I went to high school together, and he's the best alignment guy I've ever met in all my life, and he's taught me everything I know. And he okay. owns Schumann's Automotive in Tempe. When we were, when I was young and I didn't have the money for an alignment rack, I sent all my alignments to Mike at Tempe in Tempe Auto Repair, and he did them. And when people would call me, they would say, you know, where, where, where should I go? And i tell them, you go where I go. So that's why you call Kelly Clark, and if he doesn't do them, you go to wherever he sends his alignments. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right, you betcha. So you got any words of wisdom for me? Uh, no, not right now. All right, which, when you jumpstart your car, there is a specific procedure. And here's the problem with jumpstarting your car wrong. If you get the cables crossed, you're going to cause significant electrical damage to one car or the other. You always hook the, the, the negative cable on the uh, live battery last. Okay, the negative cable on the live battery. So you have a live battery and a dead battery. And you have four connections. So you connect the positive to one battery, the positive to the other. The negative table on the live battery is the one that you put last. Here's why. If you hook it to the dead battery last and if there's a spark, there's a good chance the dead battery has been gassing. And that spark is going to blow that battery up. So it's really bad, and you've never, ever been in, 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 in a position unless you've had a battery blow up on you. It is the most frightening thing that you can imagine. So again, positive, you put a positive cable on, and then positive cable on the other battery. Then you hook the negative cable to the live car, the jump start car, the one with the good battery. Actually, the other way around. You hook up the dead battery one first, and then the live one, because the live battery is not going to be gassing, and the cloud of gas is what's going to ignite if there's a spark. So the last cable, again, is the one that goes to the car 
that you're using to jumpstart the dead car, the negative cable on the live car, we call it. I'm Mark Salem. My email is mark at marksalem.com, and my website's marksalem.com. Thank you for spending your Saturday with me. I'll see you next Saturday here on 960, next Saturday at 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.